Welcome to Shabbat Shalom. This is your host, Sam Frankart, and this is episode 54. In this episode today, I am very excited to be introducing you to my friend and my younger brother in the Lord. His name is Avina. Um, and as I'm here in Nepal, the family that I'm staying with, um, this is their son. And yeah, man, it's just been so fun to hang out with Avina and his sisters and his parents. And he's a remarkable boy. Um, at the time of recording, he is 10 years old and he is already writing a book. And so in this episode, I'm going to be asking him to share with us some of the book that he is writing. And so this is just the first chapter that he's been working on. He's writing about the Bible. And so, um, yeah, check this out. This is my interview with Avina. And we recorded this in the morning before church. So um, ignore the background noise. Uh, the, the ladies were in the kitchen getting breakfast ready. So it gets a little bit noisy at parts. But yes, this is Avina. And this is the first chapter from his book. Today, I'm with my special guest, Abina, and Abina has been working on a book. Today, he's working on the prophets, but what he wants to share with us today is from his part in Genesis. So, go ahead and read to us what you'd like to read. Many theories are surrounding Genesis, like who wrote it and what was its original name. The word Genesis is derived from a Greek word that means the beginnings. In Hebrew, it is called Bereshit. If translated to English, it is the beginning in the beginning the book belongs to the group of pentanach or torah in hebrew the other books of the torah are exodus leviticus numbers and deuteronomy the writer of the torah is music moses and i have already told the original name of genesis which is bereshit the surprising thing about genesis is that it has only three types of plants and it's and animals. It's very simple. There are only 76 root words in the whole of Genesis 1. That's very few. Genesis is, is the easiest book in the whole Bible. God, God, like every writer, has to ask who towards your potential reader. Such a thing is called the fog index for writers, which tests your writing in on and you count the numbers from multi multipliable words and have a sentence what you see down here is the middle of the world and also is the silk road of the world if you took if you look closely you will see a black patch right between both rivers tigris and euphrates that is a kind of rock that is very sharp even camels can walk on it that is a path that is a place that leads to the mount called megiddo that is the place where the most battles happen the first battle of saul and pastors to david and goliath now we go to genesis 11 to 14 and the lord god said unto the serpent because though has done this though art cursed above all cattle and every beast of the field upon a thy belly shall thou go the and thus shall thou eat all days of thy life and i will put enmity between thee and the woman and between 
thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and it and thou shalt bruise his heel. Here God is speaking to a serpent for his sin. When God said, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. In the last sentence, the serpent, the text, here does not by itself alone clearly identify the serpent as Satan, but the rest of the Bible makes it clear that he clear that this is Satan appearing as a serpent here in the picture below. You see a lion facing a little serpent. It is the same thing that Jesus will do when he comes back again. He will kill the devil's evil and bring happiness to all who believe. The book of Genesis is the foundation of the theology of work. Any discussion of work from a biblical perspective eventually finds itself grounded on the on passages in this book. Genesis is incomparably significant for the theology of work because it tells the story of God's work of creation, the first work of all and prototype for all that follows God not dreaming an illusion but creating a reality that created that created universe that God brings to existence then provides the material of human workspace time matter and energy within the created universe God is present in relationship which scripture and especially people with people laboring in God's image we work in creation on creation with the creation if we work as God intends for creation in Genesis we see God at work and we learn how intend us to work we both obey the and disobey God in our work and discover that God is at work in both our obedience and disobedience. The other 65 books of the Bible each have their unique contributions to add to the theology of work, yet they all spring from, once from the source found here in Genesis, the first book of the Bible. The wow. understanding of Genesis. The essential message of Genesis is that God created the earth and gave it to man who had made in his image to rule repeatedly over the reader, sees that man falls short from God's expectations and punished and is punished accordingly, particularly the fall in the Garden of Eden and in the case of the Noah Noah flood. Awesome. That's a really good chapter. Thank you. Yes, thanks for sharing. Thank you. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks for joining us on Shabbat Shalom. This was such a fun episode, and I'm so glad that you were able to be part of it. So, yes, you can find me on Instagram at Sam Frankart. Avina is on Spotify, and he also has an account on YouTube. Um, so you can find him there. All right, until then, Shabbat Shalom, Maranatha.